0: So Acts 4.13 says this. Listen up. Acts 4.13 says, When they saw the boldness of Peter and John, they perceived that were they were uneducated and untrained men. They marveled and they realized that they had been with Jesus. I don't know about you guys, but I just think even just that verse right there is pretty cool. It says, When they saw... Peter and John, and they were like, oh, these guys are uneducated. But man, I am so amazed. I can tell. And, and, and they were marveled. These guys had been with Jesus. They could see it all over them. They could see who they were. They could see that they had been around Jesus. They could see that they've spent time with Jesus. These guys, it, it was undeniable that they had been with Jesus. And, and it's amazing to me, I've experienced this in my own life and, and being in youth ministry for, um, has it been 14 years? Yeah, youth ministry, 14 years. I, I see this uh, as a weekly thing and I see this often, real often. But I don't know if you guys have ever heard this before, but maybe you've heard it some, say something like this. You are who you hang with. Have you guys ever heard that? Or or maybe you've heard it like this, show me your friends and I'll show you your future. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some of you guys have heard that. Or or maybe you've heard this one, birds of a feather flock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys know. I remember seeing that uh, in elementary school and looking at that that phrase. It was put on a wall at elementary school. And I was like, what does that even mean? I don't get it. I I, like stop trying to confuse my mind. But these people, they saw Peter and John and they recognized that these aren't just your regular normal church people. These aren't just your regular people. They recognized that Peter and John had been with Jesus. And Peter and John, they had just finished spending a little over three years spending time with Jesus. And it was so obvious in their lives. They walked like Jesus. They talked like Jesus. They acted like Jesus. They were just Jesus people because they had spent so much time with Jesus. See, like they they hung out together around the campfire. They ate a lot of s'mores together. Like they played a lot of nine square in the air together. Like they hung out with Jesus. Jesus never left the middle square. You guys know that, right? Like they ate Chipotle together, like... Ate lamb legs to get like these guys were around Jesus all the time drank coffee together Oh, praise the Lord, they had been with Jesus. So tonight, I want to encourage you like I encourage you every single week. I want to encourage you guys to take notes, to write some things down, because God could say some things to your heart somehow through me that could speak to your life tonight, that's something that you may want to know, you may want to remember, that you may want to look back on something and say, this is the moment where God spoke to my life, and I'll never be the same. Write things down. Take notes. It's really, really important. So this is what we're talking about tonight. That Jesus is a friend with benefits. No, 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 Not in the way that you may know a friend with benefits. It don't get weird on me now. But Jesus, he's a friend that can be a benefit for you. He's a friend with benefits. Listen, listen. How many of you guys have ever had a friend walk out on you? How many of you guys have ever had a friend like talk bad on you? How many you guys have a friend ever do you wrong? Like Jesus, listen, Jesus is the most loyal friend you will ever have. It's very, very beneficial tonight. You need to know this. It's very beneficial that, that you are a friend to Jesus. You don't have to admit like you only have one in this room tonight, but because you can have up to five, I suppose. But who in here has a best friend? Anybody here? You got a best friend? Uh, a few of you guys do, yeah. Um, you, you can point them out if you want. Go ahead and point if they're here tonight. Point. your best. Oh, oh you're going to do that? You're going to do that? Because, and, and tonight, listen, oh, yeah. And you may be sad in this room tonight because maybe your friend is sitting on the other team, on the other side of the room, or in a different area, and you need to know this. You need to know this. During Battle of the Schools, You are no longer friends if they're on the other team. That's it. That's the end. You're no longer friends. You can't be friends anymore until Battle of the Schools is over. Like, you are enemies. There are no friends in this room if you're on the other team. But anyways, today, here's listen, listen. in socially, in, in today's world, you need to hear this. Listen. Socially, in today's world, there's there's no such thing as a best friend. Like, here's the deal: like we've got like five best friends. Like, you're my best friend, and you're my best friend, and I like that. They're my best friend too. Like, it's it's okay to have more than one best friends. But here's the deal: you don't want one best friend to know that the other person is your best friend too, right? Like, hey, dude, you're my best friend, but don't tell anybody else. <laughs> like, you know, like you don't want any, you don't want your other best friend to know that this is your best friend too. Like you, you just don't want, like, you, you can't make someone just like feel best friendish if that's a word. Like, like Johnny, Johnny's my best friend. Oh, but also Rex is my best friend. Oh, but no, 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 guys, Jordan's my best friend too and you know like like so many people like you yeah, they're my best friend and they're my best friend and it's amazing how the people that you hang around hang out with the people you put yourself around the people that you spend your time with you start to act like have you guys ever noticed that? you start to act like you start to be like have you guys ever noticed people who have um, animals like pets for like over many many goats? If you ever, you guys, listen, listen, listen. No, no, no. If you ever, you ever notice people who have like a dog over many, 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 many years, if the dog lasts that long or the people last that long, um, the weirdest thing, they kind of start to look alike. You guys you ever notice that? I'll find some pictures. I'll find some pictures and I'll, I'll send it to you guys. But um, But if you're around people long enough, listen, If you're around people not long enough, you start to act alike. Listen, you start to talk alike. You start to dress alike. You wear the color blue a lot or you wear the color red a lot or the color green. And You got pom-poms on your head. Like you start to be, listen, you start to be like the people you put yourself around. I remember in high school, which was a long time ago, um, there was this group of guys that were me and my friends, we started calling them the dudes. Um, there's this group of guys in high school. They were the dudes. And, and it was it was so weird. It was like they were all the same person. It was like they were all the same person. They all dressed the exact same. They all did the exact same things. They would all go shirtless in the summer and, like, wear puka shell necklaces. You, you guys, you don't even know what puka shell necklaces is. Um, like, they all they all shopped at Abercrombie. Like, that's all they wore. And, like, they they all wore the same kind of hat. They all wore the same kind of hat. And I think here's what they would do with their hats. They would go out in the woods and throw it in the ground and stomp on it and be like, the dudes. I, I don't know. I think that's what they would, like, yeah, we're the dudes. Like, I don't know. They all talked the same. Like, they were literally the same people. They were literally the same people. But that... But that happens. When you put yourself around people for, for long periods of time, you begin to talk like them. You begin to act like each other. You begin to act like and to be like whoever you hang out with. See, um, and then I had a friend in my group who all of a sudden, I saw him in an Abercrombie shirt and a puka shell necklace. and yeah. And he started hanging with these guys. And I was like transformation is complete. Like, it's weird. I don't know. And so what I want to talk to you guys about tonight, listen, I want to talk to you about is how Christ, hey, praise the Lord, is how Christ does not call us to a religion, but he calls us to a relationship. He doesn't call us to a religion, but he calls us to a relationship. See, Jesus has invited us to be his friends. Jesus himself, he said, he said, and it was something like this. No longer do I call you servants, but I actually invite you into friendship. I invite you into relationship. See, just like Peter and John, we can be in a relationship. We can be in a friendship with the king of kings, with the Lord of lords, the savior of the world. We can be in a friendship with him. And, and when you, when you're friends, guys, When you're friends with a king, like, you better believe there's going to be some benefits. There's going to be a little bit of kickback to that. Like, hey, like, like, have you guys ever seen um, Justin Bieber? Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, whatever. He's got this entourage that hangs out with him, that goes with him everywhere he goes. You better believe that if you're hanging out with Justin Bieber, there's going to be some kickbacks to that. Like you're gonna get a nice suit. You're probably gonna go shirtless. Like I don't know. You're gonna. You're gonna. I don't know what. It, but it's. But you better believe, hanging out with the King of Kings, Jesus, the Lord of Lords. There's gonna be some kickbacks to that. Even though, listen. Even though He is the God of the universe, He still wants to be yours and mine, friend. Yours and my friend. Anyone. I don't know about you, but I'm excited about that. I think that's pretty cool. The king of kings, the Lord of lords, the savior of the universe wants to be our friend. Write this down. You need to know this. The first thing is this. You need to know this. He invited me in. Everybody say that. He invited me in. See, the reason I have a relationship with him is because he invited me to a relationship. This relationship isn't my idea. This relationship is God's idea. God has invited us all. Every one of us in this room, he has invited us all to be his friend. He sent Jesus to die for our sins so we could have a relationship with him. So tonight, Jesus is inviting you to relationship. He's inviting you tonight. And the cool thing is he invites you to a relationship that has more benefit than any other friend in this whole world. You think you got a really good best friend? Jesus is better. He's better. He's always better. He's always going to beat your best friend. Like Kristen's brother, uh, Kristen's youngest brother, he used to travel with this band and they used to tour worldwide. And and they played shows like across the whole world. And, and one, just several years ago, Chris and I just happened to be in San Diego at the same time as their band was traveling through and their band was playing there. And so we went to see him. We went to see him. We went to hang out with him. We went to spend time with him. And, and uh, we got, guys, we got backstage passes. Yeah, we got backstage passes. Guys, 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 we got to get on the tour bus. Whoa, whoa, guys, 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 we got to hang out with the band. Like, yeah, we, we stood like side stage while the band was performing. Like we had our little badge and I would hold it out and like, I'm with the band. I'm with the band. Like walk through security. Hey, I'm with the band. Like, and it was like, he go anywhere we wanted to do anything we wanted to. Like I'm with the band and listen, there were benefits with being with important people. Like, and then, but you need to know this. Eventually, the show ended. The tour moved on. The people moved on. They went on our way, and we went our way, and we didn't have those benefits anymore. We could stand up and walk in, try, try to walk through security somewhere and be like, hey, I got this badge. You're like, ah, no, you're not coming through here. You're not with this band. And the cool thing about being in a relationship with Jesus and being in his crew is that the benefits never stop. The benefits never stop. Psalm 103, it's a famous psalm. You need to know this. Watch David, King David, he wrote the Psalms. Watch what David said. He uh, I don't think I put it on in the notes on the screen, but he said this, "Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not the benefits. Don't forget the benefits. Why? What, what are his benefits? What are the benefits of being a friend of Jesus? Well, who, who else can forgive your iniquities? Who else heals your diseases? Who else redeems your life from destruction? Who, who crowns you with loving kindness and tender mercies? Who satisfies you with good things? So like the scripture says, so that your youth is renewed like the eagle's. See, the Bible says, uh, the Bible is saying this. He's saying, it's saying a relationship with God has benefits. You don't have a friend in your phone that can forgive your sins. You don't have anybody in your home that can forgive your sins. There's no friend on Snapchat that can heal your diseases. Nobody knows on this earth that Nobody else, nobody here on this earth can crown your life with tender mercies and loving kindness. Nobody else on this earth can forgive your sins. You, in this room, are God's greatest desire. Every single one of you. You are God's greatest desire. You are His passion. And he's coming at you. He's looking at each and every one of us in this room. And he's saying, let's be friends. Let's be friends. By the way, when you you say yes to his friendship, you get all that, what we just talked about. You get everything that we just talked about. You get a healer. You get a forgiver. You get someone who crowns your life. He renews your strength. Go ahead and try to name a friend that you have that can even do one of those things. It's not possible. See, God's calling you to the best friendship on earth. He's calling you to the best friendship. He even says he'll stick closer to you than a brother. His name is Jesus, and he's inviting you to be a friend. As soon as you accept him, Number two, you need to write this down. He grows my faith. Everybody say that. He grows my faith. See, here's the deal. You either believe in Him or you don't. Like what we talked about earlier, like when we prayed with our friends earlier, you either believe that He's going to heal or you don't. You either have faith or you don't. You believe in Him or you don't. One of our core values here at Emerge is that growing people change. When you accept Jesus' as friendship and you begin to grow closer to Him, because that's what friends do, right? You can't be like, I'm friends, I'll see you never. No, no, no. You, when you're a friend, you'd be like, hey, well, let's hang out. Let's do something. Let's spend some time together. I want to get to know you. You need to get to know me. Let me tell you something about me. Tell me stuff about you. Let's be friends together. That's how friendship goes. You need to know this. When you grow and you get to know more and more and more of Jesus, See, because he already knows about you. But when you get to know more and more of him, who he is, what he's about, man, there's no friendship better than that. And then as you grow closer and closer and closer to him, like what we say in this room is that growing people change. You don't like the way your life is going right now. It's messed up. There's a lot of things jacked up in your life. Grow closer and closer and closer to Jesus, and it can't help but change. You can't stay the same. You need to know this. Someone here tonight, you need to know this, that progress is progress. Progress is progress. I don't care if it's a little bit of progress. That growth is growth. I've got a three-year-old. And he's pretty awesome. But we're working on potty training him. You guys in here have been potty trained? Yeah, I hope you all have. Dang. Um... But we're trying to we're we're trying to potty train him, and progress is progress. Like he, he's been he's he's been really good. He's been doing really good. He's been telling us when he needs to go potty. But number one, um, he he's got the number one part down. It's the number two part um, that we're still working. But I know this, progress is progress. He told me the day his daddy got poo poo, and I was like, yeah. Like we throw a party when he poops in the toilet at our house. Like everyone freaks out, runs around in circles, like praise the lord, like it is a party in our house when our kid goes number 2. Because but progress is progress. And this progress is testing my faith, but praise god, we're making progress. It's progress. You're moving forward. You're doing something. You're going somewhere. I love this. If you got your Bible, 1 Timothy 4.15. If you don't, just write it down. Know this. It says this. Meditate on these things. Give yourself entirely to this invitation that your progress may be evident to who? Everybody. Have you ever noticed that when people start getting around the influence of Jesus, like it's so noticeable? You guys ever notice that? Like people spend a lot of time with Jesus and it's really noticeable. Like your progress becomes evidence to all. Um, those of you guys who went to Nicaragua with us this summer. Man, those of you guys who went to Nicaragua, those of you guys who don't, just, just take our word for it. But there was this leader with our group. She was probably 24 years old. Her name was Kirsten. And she was a spiritual giant with our group. Like, we all love just spending time with her, just being around her, just having her speak. Oh, yes. Yes, Lord. Is that you? No? Okay. So, we all just loved having Kirsten just speak into our lives because she spoke with power. She spoke with authority. She, you could tell that she had been spending time with God. Do you know why she was that way? She spent lots... Of time with Jesus. Jesus had influence on her life. Who's influencing your life? Who are you allowing to influence your life? 1 Corinthians 5.33, it says this, that bad company corrupts good character. You could be a great person doing great things, being a Christian, being close to Jesus, and you're like, oh my gosh, Jesus is my homeboy. Don't say that, but but here's the deal: you get around the wrong people, and all of a sudden, your good character gets corrupted by that negativity, by that bad spirit, by that bad attitude. You guys ever noticed? Like I, this used to happen to me in my house. I had this friend who was bad; like he was a he was bad, and I got in trouble when I was around him and. At one point, I was like, my mom was like, you're not allowed to be around him anymore. I was like, oh, mom. But, like, every time I would hang out with him and then I would come home, I would have a rotten attitude. I would treat my parents like trash. I would treat my siblings like trash. Like, every time I was around this one person. And then finally, I was like, you know what? Like, they're right. Like, I don't want that in my life. I don't want that negativity in my life. Um, Number three. You need to know this. He gives me a desire. I get it. I get it. I I, I know. I, I I even to this day. Sometimes I, I'm where you guys are at. Just like like uh, Grace said earlier. Sometimes I come in this room, or I sometimes I go to places or to areas. I don't feel like praising God. Sometimes I just don't feel like I've had a bad day. Like. My puppy got ran over, like I, I don't know that's I don't have a puppy, but you know what I'm saying anymore but um but like I've had a bad day, like it's rotten, and I just don't feel like praising God. sometimes I feel like I, I've lost some desire in my life, and I struggle with that too sometimes, just like you guys do. but as you put yourself around Jesus, you listen to his words and that that desire, Will naturally come on you. You put yourself around him. And that desire will naturally come on you. Um. Well. L- let me go back. That's wrong. It's not just natural. That's the Holy Spirit coming on you. And convicting you. Or reminding you. That you've got a calling on your life. Or that you've got a future. Or that God's got plans for you. God will give you desire if you let him. When you have that desire, that passion for Jesus, that's when you can really go somewhere. That's when you can really do things. Let me give you a, some simple instruction because I don't want to just say, be like, have a desire for Jesus. Let me give you some simple instruction how. How to grow in that passion and that desire towards Jesus. Um, because some of you in here, like... I think you really, really want that desire, but you have no idea how. How do I walk in my faith? How do I walk with God? Because here's what happens. I'll stand up here and I'll say stuff like this. I'll say, you guys need to read your Bible and you need to pray. And here's what happens in this room. Everyone just kind of rolls their eyes. Yeah, right. Maybe I don't know how to pray. Um, I, I don't know how to read my Bible. It's confusing. I don't get it all. Like, I don't know how to pursue God. I don't understand this Christianity thing. Like I can't even last two minutes in prayer. And maybe that's some of those ways are the ways that you feel. When you say, when I say you need to read your Bible and pray, it's like you telling me, um, I don't eat gluten and I'm not very competitive. Because I can't relate. I can't relate with that. That just happened to happen tonight. Um, I can't relate with that. Like, I don't understand that. Like, give me a cheeseburger. Like, give me some bread. Like, I can eat everything on the menu. Like, I am want some pizza now. Like, I, I can't, I don't really, I'm kind of competitive a little bit. And, and I don't understand the gluten-free stuff, but most of us, listen, but most of us, when it comes to pursuing God, we, we start, I'm sorry, i just totally playing. You're awesome. But most of us, when we start pursuing God, we start thinking, uh, I'm out, I'm out, I'm done. I don't know how to do that. I don't know how to do, I can't even pray. I don't, how do I pray? I can't even pray for two minutes. I fall asleep praying. Like, I don't know. Like, how do I do that? Here's the deal. Kristen and I are different in in this way of how we pursue God. Um, I'm a reader. Anybody else like to read? Like, I'm a reader. Like, I read books. I read the Bible. So I'm actually a little bit more spiritual. Um, But another way is... Kristen's not here at the moment. But uh, another way is I listen to worship music. But I also listen... I also listen to preaching podcasts. I know some of you guys are like, shoot me in the face. Like, that would be so boring. But I I love, that's how I grow. That's how I grow in my relationship with Jesus. Those are ways that I connect with God. The way Kristen connects with God, she loves to listen to worship music. And she loves to pray. Like, she doesn't read as much as I do. um, But I probably don't pray as much as she does. That's how she connects with God. This person this is personally how each of us connect with God. Um, I, I have friends um, who use the Bible app. It, hopefully you guys you guys need to get that on your phone. Get the Bible app on your phone. And they read and they follow reading plans of how to grow in their relationship with God. A lot of people I know do that. Another person I know. They do this, they they listen to someone reading the Bible to them. Like when I, uh, I at this one time in my life, um, I worked at the same place my mom did. And it was probably about a 20-minute drive. And we would, car. I, I was so cool, I carpooled with my mom. And like, it was like a 20-minute drive. And in the mornings, we would drive to work, and my mom would sit. And she would either, she would read the Bible, she would read a devotion, and that would sit our whole day. Some people have the Bible read to them. My grandparents. Um, my, my grandfather, he passed away last year. But my grandparents, they would sit around together at their kitchen table. And they would read the Bible together. And they would talk about what they read. And they would dissect and say, what does that mean to you? Like what we talked about. What does it say? What does it mean? And what does it mean to me? Man, talk about relationship goals. My dad, he falls to sleep. He falls to sleep every night. <laughs> he's funny. Um, he he falls to sleep every night listening to the Bible on CD while he's falling to sleep. I I got friends who journal, who write down what God's doing in in my life. Um, I want you to real quick look at the person next to you, tell them real quick how you connect with God. Just one way, if you do. I'm about done and we can get out of here. Um, But listen, listen, I'm about done. It's so important for you to connect with God. Listen, it's so important for every one of you guys, for us to connect with God. But if God doesn't get any influence in your life, not only will you not reflect him, but even worse, you won't know him. Peter and John, they followed Jesus for over three years. They spent time with him. They ate with him. They were with him all the time. They show up. Jesus wasn't there. And one day uh, they show up at this place. And these people who weren't even followers of Jesus saw these guys and knew they had been around Jesus. I want everybody in this room to bow your heads and close your eyes. I'm telling you tonight you got a friend with benefits if you'll spend time with him. He'll be a greater influence on your life than anyone or anything else in this world. Jesus, it, Jesus is calling each and every one of you in this room tonight to be his friend. Maybe you're, you were friends once, but you walked away. Jesus is the kind of friend who always, always, always welcomes you back no matter what. No matter what you've done, no matter what you've said, no matter how you've walked away, no matter the sin in your life, he will always, always, always welcome you back. No no one's looking around, all heads bowed, all eyes closed. If there's anyone here tonight that's, that's maybe you're in this room and you're tired of the wrong influences in your life, and you want Jesus to be the main influence in your life, would you just raise your hand? Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of us. There's so many of us. There's so many of us. Thank you. There's so many of us tonight who who said, that's me. I want Jesus to be that main influence in my life. I'm tired of these people in my life uh, who, who are directing me the wrong way, who are getting me to do bad things. I'm tired of acting like they act. I want to act like Jesus. So many of us. Just responded to that tonight. But maybe there's other others of you in this room who, you don't know Jesus. You've never asked him to be in your life. You've never asked him to be your friend. You've never accepted him into your life. And tonight, you, you, you've heard about him. You've experienced him. You've felt him in this room. And tonight, you say, I, I need Jesus in my life. I need to ask him to be my friend, to be a part of my life. No one's looking around. Would you raise a hand? And thank you, thank you, thank you.